Hi everyone, this is Mordechai, the Millennial Jew, and this week I'm going to be talking more about Israel. So, let's start from the top. Remember last week, last year, sorry, last year we had a song that was going crazy all over TikTok by Miami Boys Choir called Yerushalayim. Everyone was singing it, everyone was dressing up on Halloween last year as Miami Boys Choir people. That song was written by King David long before any Arabs lived in Israel, long before any Muslims existed. The song was written in Tehillim, in Psalms. It was about Yerushalayim and God's glory surrounding it. Obviously, the Jews have an extensive history to the area, and everyone who was listening to that song has proof by listening to it. Now, this week a ground invasion started. The ground invasion, as I said last week, would cost lives to the Israelis, which it has, further proving that Israel is looking to minimize the damage to both sides, not just our side. If we wanted to minimize damage to our side, we would continue to do airstrikes. But we sent in soldiers to minimize casualties on both sides. From our hostages to their civilians. But our soldiers, we already have 27 soldiers that have been killed. And counting. Now, a lot of people on social media try to claim that this isn't about Hamas because there is no Hamas in the West Bank. Nothing can be further from the truth. Just like... That would be like saying that because the President of the United States is a Democrat, that there are no Republicans in the United States. Hamas is a party, a political party, in both Gaza and the West Bank. Just like Fatah, which leads the West Bank, also still has a presence in Gaza. They have less of a presence because Hamas has been killing them, but they have a presence there. And let's not play any games. Fatah is just as bad as Hamas. Yasser Arafat led the second intifada. Hamas is not the good guys, but neither is Fatah. Both of them have done countless damage. Now, of course, no one likes when innocent civilians are killed. But what is your idea? What is your perception of an innocent civilian? They exist. They do. And it is important to try at all costs to avoid killing them. But when you see videos of what happens in the West Bank and in Gaza, and you have thousands of people chanting to kill all the Jews, slaughter them, that is what they want to do. Are they innocent civilians? Are they people that Israel has a requirement to safeguard? Because they do. They do safeguard them, they do not attack them with intent. Sometimes they are in the way of rockets. It does happen. With that, you have to take it up with the people who are shooting rockets from their houses. Peace agreements have been violated since the beginning of the state. Whether it was made by England, whether it was made by Egypt, whether it was made by Jordan, whether it was made with the United States. Oslo Accords. Camp David Accords. Balfour Declaration. All these things, and more, but all of these, 
have been violated. When they chant from the river to the sea, do you have any idea what they're saying? They're not saying, oh, let's go swimming. Let's get on a boat. From the river to the sea means from the Jordan River to the Mediterranean Sea, there will be no Jews. This is the Hamas Charter. This is not private. This is not a secret. This is what they openly advertise. There is no question that there is a peaceful side and a non-peaceful side. I had a conversation with someone on social media. Very lovely person. He, uh, when I said, when I told him, all you have to do to know which side is right and which side is wrong is look at who Hitler would support. And you know what this person said? He said, I wish Hitler killed all of you animals. Now, you think that is an innocent civilian? Someone who really just wants, is misunderstood and wants to give every Jew on the planet a hug. We all know what it is. They want Hitler's dreams to come true. That's why they worked with him in the Second World War. Their plan is very clear. Wipe everyone out. All you have to do is look at <clears throat> who they blame in, these, uh, in, in civilian deaths. They will defend and justify every form of anti-Semitism outside of Israel. Worldwide, they will justify every single type of killing, attacking, doing everything to Jews. Someone else posted. They said, I wish more people understood that being pro-Palestinian doesn't make you anti-Semitic, but Israel's atrocities against the Palestinians are fueling anti-Semites across the globe and even creating new ones. So, let's dissect what he said for a second. He's saying that if you're firing rockets and if you're stabbing people and if you're exploding people and if you're firing RPGs and you have terrorists hidden and tunnels and if I destroy those tunnels or rockets or any of those things and I hit a civilian by accident that is a war crime. But if there is a Jew in Ohio or Illinois or France and that person gets attacked because of what they perceived Israel did, that is the fault of Israel as well. Even though that person in France, Ohio, or Illinois is not firing rockets. They don't have a rocket location from them. They're not doing anything other than attacking a random Jew on the street. These sides are not equal. There is no question. There is no debate. There can be no explanation other than they worldwide want the Jews dead. Now Algeria is proposing and has authorized unanimously getting into a war with Israel. They are trying to start a world war. You know, they talk about all these solutions. Two-state solutions, one-state solutions. The fairest one that I can think of is a 23-state solution. And all we want is one of them. Give 22 states 
there can be 22 Muslim states in the Middle East. And one Jewish one. Oh, you already have that. Would it be okay if we didn't get killed for being in that Jewish state? We don't go into Yemen and kill a bunch of Yemenites despite the fact that they were just firing rockets at us. We don't go into Jordan. We don't go into Egypt. We don't go into any of these places and just start killing people just because they have the audacity to live in their own country. But Jews, despite the fact that all these places kicked out the Jews and killed Jews and treated Jews like second-class citizens for the 1,500 years that Jews were there, they don't get attacked. Why is that? Maybe because all one side wants is to live in our historic homeland, and all the other side wants is to make sure there are no Jews in any homeland. What is the global landscape going to look like after this whole thing? You have all these idiots in colleges. They think they're smart. And they're really the most stupid people that we have in the country. But it's not just in America. It's worldwide, really. We have all these people that think they read something in a book. So that gives them equal level of knowledge and expertise as someone who lived something. When these people are learning this, ter this fake information and they think this way about Jews, how can the global landscape return to being normal? I wouldn't feel comfortable hiring someone who supported Hamas. And I know that someone who supported Hamas won't ever go back to being the way that they were with Jews. It used to be hidden. Now it's not hidden. Now they want to openly attack, intimidate, and try to belittle Jews worldwide. I won't let that happen. There's a lot of Jews that won't let that happen. I have a way that might be able to stop people from tearing down the signs of the hostages as they've been doing. What you do is you stand there. And as soon as they reach over and they inevitably touch you, you scream on the top of your lungs. Quit going for my That will without question make them take it aback. Peace agreements have not ever worked with them. It just hasn't. You cannot sit by and claim to know history without looking at the atrocities that have been committed by the Arabs to Jews, not only since 1948, but since the beginning, when they like to claim that they've been peaceful and loved Jews and accepted Jews and all that. They think that we're too stupid to pick up a history book. Pick up a history book. It's right there. Pick up a Quran. It's right there. Deem me is Islamic law. It is not a suggestion. These are how Jews were treated in Muslim countries for the entirety of our exile. Now they want to treat us the way that they treated us in exile. Well, guess what? We're not weak. We have our own country. We are the strongest country in the Middle East. The strongest Arab country in the Middle East is Egypt. And Egypt, along with Syria and Lebanon and Iraq, 
all got whooped in the War of Independence. Along with Jordan as well. Can't forget about Jordan. They also got whooped. We're not afraid. You want us to be, but we're not. This is a war that does not end well for you. The Jews will win. Just as we always have. Even the worst. Even during the Holocaust. It was not a victory. But. We are here. And they are not. And with all this nonsense. You're going to have the same result. It is not wise. Remember a couple months ago. When everyone used to say. When a Jew said something that was clearly anti-Semitic, was anti-Semitic, and they'd act like we were fear-mongering and just blaming everything on anti-Semitism, now we have you marching with Hamas. Make no mistake. We remember all of you. This will not continue. Let the hostages go already. If your response to that is anything other than of course the hostages should be released, you aren't the good guys. Our hostages that you guys have are not equivalent to the prisoners that we have from you guys. The prisoners that are being held in Israel are terrorists. They are not random people living in Israel. They are convicted terrorists. And if you have a problem with the fact that people don't value an Islamic terrorist the same way that they do a Jew, look who started it. Look who started valuing them that way. Gilad Shalit, an Israeli soldier that was captured in Gaza, was traded for over 1,000 terrorists. Who made it that a Jew was worth over 1,000 terrorists? Well, that was you guys. History will remember you. The same as the Germans in the 1930s. We'll have a museum about your atrocities and about how you no longer exist until another hundred years from now. And another group of people who think exactly like you try to wipe Jews off the planet. And guess what? They will also lose. And there will be a museum about them as well. There is no coming out of this looking good. Imagine celebrating Dylan Roof after going to the black church and killing all those black people praying. Now imagine thousands of those guys and celebrating every single one of them. You are celebrating thousands of Dylan Roofs. There is no moral equivalence. One side wants peace. The other side wants death. Thank you everyone for tuning in and your continued support. Until next time, this has been Mordecai the Millennial Jew.